Good morning, good chaydish, good Hanukkah. We are Daf Memamid Aleph at the second two dots. That's roughly twelve lines down. I'll take a guess. Second two dots. We just learned him a statement, a memory from Rav Bashmu, where he told us, So now the next piece of Gemara again tells us a statement in the name of Rav Bashmu. Once we're dealing with Rav Bashmu, we go to Rav Bashmu. When a person passes water, the Meriglaim are not Kolim, do not end. That means a person does not allow it to end. In, in its entirety, Ella be yeshiva unless he's sitting. Rashi explains why. Says Rashi, min haguf yeshiva. The body will not dispel all the meriglaim only when he's sitting. When a person's standing, in the old days, you can imagine a person was um, passing water in the middle of a field. So then there's a risk that if he allows the the flow of the meriglaim to end to end in its in its normal form. That means it will reduce its flow, etc. Then there's a risk that the last elements, the last remnants of the meriglaim, will fall on his shoes, and that's a terrible thing for a person to have meriglaim on his shoes. That seems to give an impression that he's what's known as a Khrushchevka, uh, as somebody who who is a possible lover cult, and therefore they were they went to all extremes to make sure that that wouldn't happen. So therefore they would stop the kiluach. <coughs> Prior to the end, that way they would know that there was no no risk of the remnants falling on on his legs, falling on his shoes. However, if one's sitting, then there's no worry of that. If one's sitting, then the meriglaim will anyway not go anywhere near the near the shoes. So there's no chashash of raglov, and then the person could allow the complete flow to end in its normal way. So a meriglaim kalim ela biyeshiva. Omer of Kana says of Kana uba afot tichuach. But if it's offer tichuach, if it's uh, uh, soft earth that can absorb, then there's no nitsitzis, there's no um, splashing of the meriglaim when it hits the ground because the ground is absorbent. Says offer tichuach, then there's no problem. He should stand on the mokin gvoya and be mashlim mokin madrin, and then he's okay. Sorry. So if there's no lock off of Tichuach, then Yambe Machen Gavoya, the Yashin Machen Madras, that way it'll, it'll flow down and it'll not come back. And even if it splashes, it'll splash downwards, not upwards, and therefore there'll be no need to say this Al Raglov. This was something that they were worried about in those days. There was a Mashal from Maris Ayan, it made them look uh, like somebody who was a apostle and they didn't want Chashom to spread. A, people talk about other people very quickly. It's, it's part of uh, the history of Claudius Roll. We've, we've struggled with it ever since we uh, were in Mitzrayim. So this is an old, uh, an old uh, issue in Claudius Roll. So as soon as you see half a thing, you don't bother thinking maybe, maybe this, maybe that. You just pass judgment as quick as you can and you label people. And the, in order to prevent that, they had to go to extremes. And this is one of the extremes they had to take in order to prevent themselves from being considered in the public eye as someone who's possible to be called. The next statement of Rav Bashmul. After every time you eat food, eat salt. Take some salt. It's a bit like an ostrich, right? Ostriches, when they finish eating, uh, they make sure they eat stones in order to... So here we have to eat salt. After every time you eat food, eat salt. And after every time you drink, you're having a drink of wine. Say, drink a cup of water. Or drink water, it doesn't say how much. 
then you will not be damaged. We had a bracer which seems to correspond with the statement of Rabbi Bashmul. After all your eating, eat salt. And after all your drinking, drink water. Vi'atanizek, and you will not get, you will not be damaged. We learned another brayser. Ochal kol meichel, if you ate any food, ochal melech, you didn't eat salt. Shesei kol mashke, you can drink. Sorry, achol kol meichel, v'loyachol melech, you can eat any food but don't eat salt. Shesei kol mashke, v'loyachol melech, drink any food and don't drink water. Biyoyim during the day. Yidak min rechapeh, because during the day you'll worry about min rechapeh, you're worried about bad breath. Ubalayla yidak mifne askero. And at night you worry about the illness called Askara. If he ate all, all food, he didn't, and he did not eat salt. And he did not drink water, correct? Then during the day, thank you. He should worry about Askara. Rashi says, what's Askara Bun Mlant? Anybody know what that is? In Japanese? No, Gabby, you don't, you don't speak French? Bun Mlant. Bun Mlant. Anybody know the translation? Bun Mlant. Borukhatadi, noi. Leheinu melech oidom shakarinibit boi. The Targum Malaz gives any translation? Some sort of a stomach ailment, but I'm not sure exactly what it is. Bun Milant. Diphtheria. Is that what you said? What does he, does he translate it there? Um, it's, yeah, it's, uh, something that helps Kankai from these illnesses. Oh, illness in the throat. And he says, I'll tell you down, the Tukhunas Rancholi, Umar Sholo, Shehudmin Abaduas, Hagadeli Begoram. Oh. In fact, some type of uh, blisters that grow in the. Uh, like, like tuberculosis. In the lungs, so, so diphtheria is in the, in the throat. Oh. So bun must be the throat. Something stops you breathing because it swells up the the breathing tubes. Bun melant. That's why the Gemara says earlier we had earlier when it comes to drinking water for havdala. <coughs> Anybody who drinks water for havdala gets punished by asker. Bun melant. So I suppose melant means unwell and bun means throat. According to your translation. Very good. We're, we're learning French, we are, but we're getting there. Somebody who soaks his water, his food in water. So Rashi explains. <coughs> he drinks a lot of water after his food. Until his food inside him is floating in water. That means he's completely hydrated himself with water and 
the floating metal we translate it as the kafar barzalo. So a makva, somebody floats a chilasi b'mayim in water. Enoi bali dechayli will not come to any illness. Ubekama and how much is called makva chilasi b'mayim? How much water does one have to drink in order to get around the problem of chayli ma'ayim? Enoi bali dechayli ma'ayim in order to prevent the problem of chayli ma'ayim. Says Rashi bekama. Says Gemara bekama. Amar chista kitoin lepas. A kitoin for a pass, a jug for bread. It's a lot of water, isn't it? It doesn't tell you how big the jug was, though. There must be in a standard side of a jug called a kitoin. You have to go to the living uh, Torah museum asking if he knows what a kitoin is. If he's got an example of a kitoin. But a kitoin is some sort of, ju- of volume of water. A jug which has some sort of volume of, of water. Amrab Mary, Amrab Echim, Somebody who's regularly eats lentils, achas deshleishim yom once in thirty days, manei askera metayv beisay. He prevents the illness of askera from coming into his home. Avakol yom eloi, but every day not. My time mission to kosher lerechaper because it's bad for bad breath. So Rashi says, why is it manei askera? Shachayli ba machmas atzo bnei ma'ayim. Diphtheria comes from having the 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 intestines being blocked. And the Adoshim enable the intestines to keep moving. So that doesn't make sense to me, the theory, does it? Huh? Not so partial what's going on in this Gemara Gabi. So we really need to know what the word bun means, don't we? No French speaking people here? Where's all the French-speaking people? They've all gone. No, no, Brian, you don't know what bun means? What's the throat in French? Gorge. That's not very helpful. Somebody who regularly... And what's interesting about the previous Gemara is that once in 30 days eating Adoshim is enough to keep the system working that it would prevent any sort of uh, blockages, any sort of Atzer uh, Bnei Maim. That's very interesting, no? Well, that seems to be very good for the system. Evidently, Adoshim is the best. Somebody who regularly eats chardel is mustard. <coughs> Once in 30 days, he prevents illnesses from coming into his home. But every day to eat chardel? No. My time is from the kosher, the chushel, the liver. It is bad for weakness of the heart. Not a very good uh, advert for Coleman's. <laughs> Yes. Him, yeah, everybody has to eat. <coughs> yeah. You have to have a chardel in your house uh, once a month. It doesn't say how the chardel is going to remove all the sickness from the home. Does it mean by eating it? Does it mean by having it in the house? 
Keeps the mice away. <laughs> I think it's time that we went home. What does Rabbi Altsko say? In the 20, he says, an inflammation of the throat that begins in the digestive tract and can lead to strangulation, commonly identified as diphtheria. Doesn't give us much more than we knew already, does it? Well, Rashi said that, didn't he? All he's doing is translating Rashi. He's not doing more than that. But you still don't know what, what illness it is. Diphtheria doesn't start in the digestive tract, right? Artscroll says it does. Where's our doctor today? Our doctor's not here today. I think if you Google diphtheria, I think you're going to get a bit of a surprise. Rabbi Oskol does do for us. It's D I P T H E R I A. Caused by bacteria. Yeah, and he comes in many places, Oscar. This is the first time we come across that it starts in the name Aim. Okay, we've got Rabbi Google going. That's the symptoms, it doesn't tell you what the source is. The cure is inoculation. <laughs> what does he know? He doesn't know Gemara and Bracha stop mem, no? Much simpler to eat Adoshim once a month. <laughs> so instead of becoming a pincushion, you might as well just eat Adoshim. Amrab Khibashi, Amrab. Somebody who regularly eats small fish like sardines. He doesn't say sardines, but small fish. Will not have any no stomach problems. Not only that, these small fish are mafrin marbin. They become plentiful and they mavrin and they heal the whole body of the person. Sushi is not small fish. Have you seen the fish they use for sushi? It's big fish. They use very, very big fish. I don't think sushi you're going to be get. Uh, uh, probably more likely that sushi will give you chaylimayim than heal you from chaylimayim. I don't think you understand how much I dislike sushi. You do. i Amar Abchama Bar Abchanina Harogil Be Ketzach Einabole De Koivlev Harogil Be Ketzach Somebody who regularly eats Ketzach Ketzach is some type of vegetable Rashi says Ketzach Rabbi Seinu Mephoshim Naila Belaz Naila What's Naila? In French but I don't think it's Naila. I heard that it's some type of seed that's planted and grown in Arab lands. What is he saying in the 
Uh, I'm not very good at reading out Scott here. <laughs> Takes too long to find which, which line corresponds to which. Herogel beketzach enabole de koiv leiv. Now, we're going to see in a moment in the Gemara that ketzach must be a, a quite a pungent uh, vegetable because it's got a smell or seed. Fennel. Nyla is fennel. Is that what he says at the back of James? Schwarz Kimmel. Schwarz Kimmel. Black rye. Maybe that's fennel. What's fennel? Form of buttercup. Problem. Rashi's got two views, so we're allowed to remain with, with uh, a slight clarity as to what the Ketzach is. Anybody that could leave will have no heart problems. So the Gemara asked, but we learned from Shimon Gamliel said, Ketzach Echod Meshishim Samoni Amoves. Ketzach is one sixtieth of poison of death. Who? Vayoshim the Mizrach Gronoi. Somebody who sleeps to the east of his granary where he's storing his Ketzach, Domei Bereshoi. His life is in his own ha- is in his own hands. Domei Bereshoi. His blood is on his head. His life is in his own hands. Dangerous thing to do. Like Now, sleeping in a negrano, in, in, in the granary, was a common thing to do in those days, as we know from Boyas, right? They would go down to stop granary theft. So, they would sleep there, but says the Gemara, to sleep in your granary of Ketzach, ooh, be Mizrach on the east side, Domoi Bereshoi. So we see here that Ketzach is not a healthy food, it's rather quite dangerous, quite dangerous, Michael. It's not uh, something that one should be partaking of if it's going to cause you one sixtieth of death. Or Dome Bereshi, even if you just sleep in the, in the granary. Like Kashi says, Gemara, the Reach is dangerous, the Tam is healthy. The mother of Yemia, Afyale Rifta, would bake bread, bake in bread, and he would, she would uh, uh, stick it to the bread, and peel it. Says Rashi, what's going on here? the western wind is a damp wind it's a damp wind and it brings the smell of the Ketzach into his body and the smell of the Ketzach is dangerous the Rech is bad but the time is good he would stick it onto the the bread, so that the bread should absorb some of the taste of this ketzach, so they should have the healthy taste of the ketzach. And remove it, I suppose, eventually take it off, so you shouldn't smell it, and all you'd have is the taste, the tam of this in your bread. So you'd have like rye bread, but instead of rye, you'd have some sort of aniseed or some sort of a, a schwarz kimmel in your bread. 
the taste of Schwarz Kimmel in your bread, or this Arabian seed that we have no idea what it is. Not easy being a doctor in those days, was it? <coughs> Looking at Gamora and not know what he's talking about. Hope. Right. Rabbi Yudah even bury me near the Shoim. Yudah says that on Zeroim, you say bury me near the Shoim. Is that correct? Says Rabbi Yudah. The Rokis who aim a very proud Dama. If you aim on your Rokis, you say Boriminate the Shoim. We say Boriminate the Shoim on your Rokis. Because if you the holes, it's not good enough to have a Bracha that's too wide in its, in what it includes under its banner of the Bracha. Boriminate the Shoim is a much too wide Bracha. It's too broad a Bracha. If you narrow it down to more specifics, and therefore when it comes to your Rokis, you say Boriminate the Shoim. We don't pass on that Kibuda, but rather we say Bure Priya Adama on all your rockets. My time Rebuda, what's the reason for Rebuda that he holds? You have to specify with clarity exactly what bracha what you're eating through the bracha. My time Rebuda, on my cock, it says in the Pasuk, Boruch Hashem, Yoim Yoim. Baruch Hashem Yom Yom. This is a pasuk in Tilim. Baruch Hashem Yom Yom. Yamaslano Kedush Oseinu Selo. Baruch Hashem Yom Yom. Vechibe Yom Mevarchin. I say Belaylein Mevarchin. I say it says Baruch Hashem Yom Yom. You should bless Hakadosh Baruch Hu day day every day. But it doesn't say you should bless Hakadosh Baruch Hu at night. So why do we only have to bless Hakadosh Baruch Hu during the day and not at night? That can't be. You have to bless at night as well. Vechibe Yom Mevarchin. I say Belaylein Mevarchin. I say Elolei Malach Kol Yom Yom Ten Loim En Bechaysov. Every day, give him the brachas of that day. Baruch Hashem, yoim, yoim. Give, bless HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the day, those days, brachas. The brachas that are appropriate for that day. Which means that we come to a Shabbos, we give brachas of Shabbos. We come to a weekday, we say brachas which are relevant to weekday. We come to a Yom Tov, we say brachas which are relevant to Yom Tov. Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur, etc. That's Baruch Hashem, Yom Yom. Clearly we see from this Pasuk that when we're doubling and we're saying brachas HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we specify the day. We make it specific. We don't leave it in generic bracha, which works for all seasons and all days. We try to specify it as much as possible. Here as well. Hachanami kol min v'min ten men b'chaysov. So here as well, every type of food, you should give it a bracha, which is specific to that food. And therefore says the beauty, she say, b'yemini d'shoyim. But we don't understand like that. Says Rashi. Kol yom yom b'shabbos men, shabbos v'yontem men yomtev. But we don't agree with that drasha. Maybe Baruch Hashem Yom Yom tells us every day you have to give brachas ten loim en bechaysov. When it comes to food, you don't need men bechaysov. When it comes to food, as long as you're making the bracha, which is the the umbrella bracha of that type of food, that's that's good enough for us. Says and some say boy or a come and see shloi kemidus hakadosh baruch kemidus vasav adam. The middays of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the attributes of Hakadosh Baruch Hu are not quite the same as the middays of the boss of Adam. Middas boss of Adam, kli reikon machzik mole ene machzik. The middle of a boss of Adam of a human being, if he's an empty vessel, machzik he can absorb information. Mole, if he's uh, absorbed the information already, he's a he's a uh, knowledgeable person ene machzik, then he can't absorb much more. Abel Hakadosh Baruch Hu ene kain. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is different. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is different. 
Mole machzik. If a person is full of tire, a person is full of tire, then he can absorb and be machzik more tire. Reikon ain't a machzik. If he's empty of tire, ain't a machzik. The tire cannot be absorbed. Shnema vayeme im shomaya tishma. Im shomaya, if you have listened, tishma, then you'll listen again. Im lav, if you don't listen, haven't listened, lois tishma, you won't be able to listen. You won't be able to listen. Dovahache, im shomaya beyoshon, if you listen to the old tishma bechodosh, you'll hear new. Im yifana levavcha, shuv le tishma. If you turn your heart away from learning, you waste your time, shuv le tishma, you won't be able to hear. Now this is a bit of an interesting gemara, let's see it in Rashi. Kol yom 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 keli mole odom chochem, im shomaya pamacha sifcha she tate oizen pamacheres. If you hear once, then the angel will be prepared to bend your ear to hear again. Interesting Glossian Rashi. Rashi understands that the the listening here is not just a plain hearing. It's a hearing of tate oizen. It's a hearing of absorbing, of bending yourself towards the information that you're being being taught. You've got to be tate oizen. Im tishma If you you do Chazorah, you repeat the second time and the third time, that which you heard yesterday, so then you'll be able to hear something new. If you don't repeat, then you won't be able to hear something new. The, the, the Gemara is telling us something very interesting, because in, in simple terms it doesn't really make much sense. If I'm somebody, I know nothing about maths, right? Okay, I admit in public, I know nothing about maths. So, teach me maths and I'll learn it. Why do we say that? If I know nothing, I'm not going to be able to hear it. Every person, who, before he becomes a math scientist, has to start up knowing nothing. And yet the Gemara says here, "Boss of Adam, Klirekon Machzik, Molei Eni Machzik." Like me, I couldn't miss Boss of Adam. Mitzvah Boss of Adam, Klirekon Machzik, Molei Eni Machzik. What does Molei Eni Machzik mean? If I'm a, a scientist and I know lots of maths, what's Molei Eni Machzik? On the contrary, I'm writing new theories and, and discovering new things. Motivation. Motivation. I know some people who are mad on maths and uh, if, I, if I like maths I won't be motivated once I, once I know the maths I won't be motivated but the Gemara says the other way around Basa v'adam Kli reka maksik mole ina maksik Ava kodesh brocha ina kei mole maksik reka ina maksik Rashi in Sukkah, if you look in the Likuti Rashi, Rashi in Sukkah says, what does Machzik mean? It means if you add more information to somebody who's already full of maths information, full of science, he, he won't be able to absorb it. But if somebody is full of tire and you add more, more tire, then he'll be able to absorb it. That's very interesting. In Ba'odim in, HaTeva, in, in we don't see that, do we? And then we have another Chiddush in the Gemara, that... Im shemaya b'yoshen tishma b'chodosh. Im yifana levavcha shuv le'tishma. What's im shemaya b'yoshen tishma b'chodosh? That's talking about Torah only. Im shemaya b'yoshen. If you do chazorah tishma b'chodosh, you'll you'll hear new. You'll hear new. Which in, I think in simple terms means that if you you're doing chazorah, so you've, you've learned brachas. We've learned brachas till dafmem. So we're big bekeim in brachas now. We know what brachas to make a sushi. We're really unbelievable. So I do chazorah and brachas. Oh, I'm just doing chazorah. It's boring. Says the Gemara, no. Im Shemaya Tishma, Im Shemaya Bayashim Tishma Bachadosh. If you do Chazorah and Gemara that you've already learned, you'll always find something new. It's never the same. It's never the same. You, you do Chazorah on maths, you do Chazorah on a bit of algebra. Algebra is algebra. 
You're not going to find anything new in algebra. But when you do Chazar on Taira, second time, a third time, every time you'll be Tishma B'Chadosh. You'll notice that, that you missed, completely missed the, the Sugi the first time. And the second time you realize you missed it the second time. The third time you realize you missed it the third time. Because you keep constantly finding new, new depths and new, new understandings to, to, to Taira. That's him Shemaya B'Yashan. Tishma B'Chadosh. When you find a Lavavcha Chas V'Shalom, the person... There's a passage says in the environment, Self-esteem or self-gratification uh, um, and, and all anything that has the eye in it. Says the Mishnah. We have a few minutes still. Birech al ilon. If a person makes a bracha on the fruits of the tree, bayre priyadoma. He says a bayre priyadoma yotza. He's fulfilled. He's vinyach says bracha. He does not need to make a new bracha bayre priyates. Val peris aret. If on vegetables he says bayre priyahates, lo yotza. He's not yotza. Because a tree stems from the ground, starts off in the ground. So all fruits of the tree are also prihadomo. If you say prihadomo on a fruit, on a vegetable, vegetables can have to do with a tree. So you've made a bracha, which is not relevant to the food that you, it's not appropriate to the food that you're eating, and therefore lo yotza. We know that we've learned the Gemara, and the Gemara tells us that if you have a slough tree, for example, parts of the slough tree are, which are not considered the primary fruit, what bracha do you make on it? Make hadoma. So you see, you can make hadoma things that are growing on the, growing on the tree. Therefore, ended up making a bracha of hadoma even on the fruit, which is the ikaperi, which I should be saying very pure eights. I haven't made a wrong bracha. If I've made a wrong bracha, I fulfilled my obligation of bracha. Well, kulam on all of them says the Mishnah. If I say the bracha of shakol, you don't need to repeat the bracha because shakol bivari is the all-inclusive bracha. It includes everything, shakol, everything, fruits, vegetables, things which are not grown in the ground or on trees, beitzim, bossa, everything is included in shakol bivari. Once I've said shakol bivari, I'm yetsa. We have discussed in, in the Thursday shir that it could be the concept of the bracha of shakol is different to the concept of the bracha of bayipir eitz and bayipir adama. But from this Mishnah, we don't see that. We've, we brought many riots from the Sugyas that the concept of Bari Priyashakanibidvar is a different type of bracha to Bari Priyats and Bari Priyadoma. For example, we had a, a, a Rabbeinu Yena, just to give an example, Rabbeinu Yena says, we had Rabbeinu Yena just recently, didn't we? Last Thursday, I think it was. Rabbeinu Yena says that if a person has less than a share of kezais for to eat, so Taisa says, we learned Taisa here, that if you have an kezais to eat, you still make a bracha Rishayna. Ben Yoni says, I don't make a bracha rishayna because I haven't got a shir achila. I can make only a shahakal. So if I'm eating a sm- less than a kezayis of vegetables, or less than a kezayis of fruit, I won't make a eitz or adomo. I'll make a shahakal. So we see clearly that there's times when sh- the specific bracha cannot be said, but shahakal can be said. So clearly the definition of the bracha of shahakal is different to the definition of the bracha of eitz and adomo. Eitz and adomo needs an achila. Therefore, if I have less than a shir, I can't make the bracha. But Shahakol doesn't need the Nachila. I can make a bracha even Shahakol even less than the Kazais. That's Shittas Rabbeinu And we had many different proofs that Shahakol is a different context of bracha than Bari Pereitz and Bari Pereitz But yet, if I say Shahakol, I'm Yetzer. If I say Shahakol, I'm Yetzer.
Man Tana says a Gemara. Man Tana the Ika Ilon Arahu. Who is the Tana who says that the primary source of the tree is the ground? The Ika Ilon Arahu says Arahi says Rashi. The Ika Kol Hapeiris he hearts. Vakoil Gidel Himenu. The primary source of the growth of the fruit is the ground, and everything is sustained by, via the ground. Who is of, the, of that opinion? The ground is the ikka, and that's why I'm allowed to say boyre priya adama even on fruit. But the evet amr of Nachman by Yitzchak of Yehuda. So Nachman by Yitzchak is Reb Yehuda. That's the because we learned in the Mishnah. Yavesh hamayon if the fountain, the spring, dried up, so that was the source of water for the tree, or the nixasuilon, or the tree was chopped down. Maybe he can bring the Bikurim, but he can't read the Pashas. Maybe Bikurim. says he can actually read the Pasha too. So what's going on here? Says Rashi. The Ika Elon Arihi, the Ika Kalaparisi, Horetz, Vako Gidle Meno, Yavesh Amayam, and Ixas Elon, Hoyuloi Besashlachin. He had a field that was irrigated by itself. A field that was irrigated by itself. Uboi Mayon, Shumashkeum Meno. And in it had a Spring, yeah, well, a spring that would water the field, the the orchard. And he already picked and took down his bikurim to take them up to Yerushalayim. And post taking off the bikurim prior to getting to leaving to go to Yerushalayim, the mayon dried up. Or a orchard field. And he cut bikurim from it. From it. And afterwards the tree was chopped down. Maybe when says the he brings this is a mission in Bikurim. Says Tanakama he brings the Bikurim to the Yushlaim to the base of Mikdash, but he does not read the Pasha, he can't read the Pasha. Why can't he read the Pasha? Says Rashi he's not able to say from the ground that you gave to me. Since the The Mayon, the spring, which is the source of sustenance for the trees, has dried up. So there's no more sustenance for these trees. Or oh, the tree has been chopped down. That's already completely removed the source of the sustenance for this, for these fruits. And then I can't say the words, Now even though we say the words, but means the ground which is directly connected to the tree, nothing more. The tree, the primary part of the primary chius of these fruits are the tree and if the tree is cut or the mayons cut so then the tree has no sustenance then the fruits are, are not considered fruits which I can uh, apply the words min hadom ashen asatani says maybe v'kayur says Rebuda maybe v'kayur because even though the tree is cut down or the mayons not there the ground's still there as long as the tree is attached to the ground then I can make a bracha as long as the ground which is the source of these these Fruits is still there. I might have cut the tree down, but the ground is still there. Therefore, the ground is considered the primary source of sustenance for the, for the fruit, and therefore I can still say the words It's still there. That adoma that you gave me is still there. That means the Tanakam considers the word to mean the tree, 
Whereas Rebuda seems to say it means the ground around the tree. And even if the tree's cut down, the ground around the tree is still there. So according to Tanakam, I can't say Minadoma Shemasatali. According to Rebuda, I can't say Minadoma Shemasatali. So here we have a Machlekis Tanakam and Rebuda, whether the primary source is the tree or the ground. So therefore, according to Tanakam, I should only be able to make a bracha bari priyat on the fruit. If I make a bracha bari priyat dhamma, I won't be yaitza, because this is not a fruit that comes from the ground. And according to Rabbi Yehuda, the ground is Yika, so I can make a bracha by Priyadama. Now, even though the Pasuk describes the tree as Minadama Shenosatali when it comes to Bikurim, but when it comes to brachas, that seems to be a, not, not a, a clear enough bracha. Not a clear enough bracha according to the Tanakama. And therefore, according to the Tanakama, you're only allowed to say Bari Priyadama. You're not allowed to say Bari Priyadama. Says Taisus, Rabbi Yehuda, he, Dethnan, Yavish, Amayim, Venira, Dalachuk, Rabbi Yehuda, Says the Gemara, I think the halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda. There's a stam non tanik of because the tanik in the Mishnah seems to side with Rabbi Yehuda, and therefore the imbirich al peris ilom beri piyadama yotza. Therefore, the halacha says Taisus, if you say beri piyadama on fruits of the tree, yotza, you are yotza. That we're relying on when it comes to this this opinion in Bikurim, we're relying on him. But that's not relevant to whether you need to specify brachas or not. The contrary of if I said Bari Piyad Dhamma, I didn't say Bari Minei Dushayim, I wouldn't be Yetzir. I would. I would. There are those who explain. This is why he brings and he doesn't read. Because by saying, it looks like a negative thing. <laughs> you gave me these fruits. There's no tree there anymore. It looks like a negative. That means... The Tanakhama agrees I can describe as but because the tree is cut down and the tree is a primary source, it seems to have a negative slant to it rather than a shvach that it's supposed to be. Rashi says I can't apply the words I can't say them. Tosh says I can say them, but they come across negative, and that's why we don't let you say it. I mean, if the mayon is dried up. But if you understand that this orchard might have been somewhere high up on the mountains, uh, very hard to schlep water all the way up there to, to irrigate it. So you, uh, obviously, the mine was a source of irrigation, and now it's gone. Now the, it's not going to survive. So you come along and say, <laughs> That's how Tosis understands it. Rashi doesn't quite say that, does he? But Rashi is also difficult. I'm calling it Mina Adama, but I don't mean Adama, I mean the tree. So. And I can't make a bracha by Adama because Adama means Adama, it doesn't mean trees. But in the Pasuk, Adama means trees, so. Not clear. Rashi and Taisis are unclear here. Rashi and Taisis are unclear. Let's make a start the next piece of Gemara. Alapayus Oretz. On the Payus Oretz, you make a bracha by Pri. Or Eitz, Lo Yotza. Pshita. Says the Gemara, it's obvious. How can you make a bracha by Pri Eitz on something which never grew on a tree? 
You can't make berry creates a summer which never grew on a tree. You can only say berry creates a summer which grew on a tree. And vegetables don't grow on trees. No, we need it to tell us a chiddush. Eller b'yehuda, kuntur b'yehuda. The Amar who says chitam min ilan he, chita is a type of tree. The Tanya ilan she'achem meno adam rishin, the tree that adam rishin ate from. Rameyim a gefen hoya. Rameyim says it was a type of a vine. She'ain lachadavish maybe a lalala adam. There's no other fruit that brings tragedy to man. Ella yain only wine. Your lolom is moaning, really. Ela yain, only wine. Shenema, vayesht min hayain vayishka. This is referring back to Noach. Vayesht min hayain vayishka. Vayishka b'toich ahaloi. So wine brings misfortune. Vayesht min hayain vayishka. Ibn Nehemiah says, therefore, the misfortune that was brought, was brought upon Adam Rishon must have come via. It came via a tree. Which tree did it come through? It must have come through the Geffen. Ibn Nehemiah Ibn Nehemiah says, no. Te'ena haisa. It was a fig. The, the same tree that caused them the takala, that terrible damage, misfortune, that was a tree that they used to try and rectify it a bit. Because it says in the Pasuk, they used the leaves of the fig tree to make chaguris. Now the leaf of the fig tree is quite a, quite a big leaf, isn't it, Rabbi? Yeah. For those who don't believe me, can come in springtime and have a look at the fig tree that we have at the top of the riding, on the right-hand side. When you come down uh, out of shul, look on the right, there's a lovely fig tree there. And it has nice big leaves. And if you come towards the end of the summer, you'll end up walking over a lot of mess of, yeah, figs. But yeah, this year there weren't any figs there, hardly any. It wasn't very good, it wasn't a good tree this year. Tain Haisa. Then we have the last view. Yehudaima. He says Chita Haisa. Chita. It was a wheat. Shein Atinik Yedea Likris Abba Veima Achi Yitoim Tam Dogon. Wheat gives das. A child is not considered intelligent. A child won't learn how to to call his father and his mother, which are usually the first words a child learns, until it's Toim Tam Dogon. So we see Dogon is connected to das, and we know that the tree he ate from was the eighth Hadas Toivera. Since it was eight sadas, it must have been the wheat tree. So we see that contributor wheat is called a tree. The wheat is called a tree. Salkadat Khamina, therefore I might have thought. Since Rabbiuda says Khitamin Ilonhi, Khitas a type of tree. Livrachale Bariprayaids. I should be able to say on the wheat Bariprayaids. Kaisas Khita, the Gemara tells us earlier. If somebody chews eats kernels of wheat. Not something that I suggest you do, but if you do like eating kernels of wheat, the Gemara says you make a bracha berry pri adama. I might have thought the contributor that chita is a type of a tree. I should make a berry pri eats. Kamash malon. So the Mishnah has to come and tell us. No, I can only make a berry pri eats on a real tree, not on a chita tree. So hechad mevachin on berry pri eats. So the Mishnah is telling us when do I make a bracha berry pri eats? Hechad the kishaklis li leperi isa legavza vadamapik. When I take away the fruit, the actual. Bark of the tree, the the trunk of the tree remains vahadamapik, and next year it'll bring out more fruit. Where you take away the fruit, the trunk is not there anymore. The hadamapik that it should be able to bring out more fruit. I don't say And when it comes to a chitta, the way we have a chitta nowadays, the chitta today is not is is not a type of fruit that the gibza is. The trunk doesn't remain. The stalk of the wheat 
dies and you need to replant in order to get new wheat so that's not called a tree that's called a vegetable that's called a and therefore you make a bracha by a prihadoma. This is the source of the Gemara that's going to discuss what bracha to make on bananas, what bracha do you make on different types of berries, what bracha do you make on papaya, what bracha do you make on, on um, eggplant, and all these the different types of fruits and vegetables where it's not so clear whether the tree is a tree which is Gavza. Uh, and there are other issues which the Achronim uh, apply to other attributes that Achronim apply to a which is not by which changes the bracha from to Bariyadoma the Gemara only tells us one not two and we're going to discuss this Be'ez Hashem next week in Tesis and we'll see if we can find one or two other scenarios to but in order to understand Tesis somebody has to do some homework for me because I don't know what Prizayish is and Buntunsh is uh, Etc. So, uh, Gabby, can we, can we? Can I give that to you to let me know what they are? Yeah. You're not going to be here. That is really that's just disastrous. So we'll have to cancel shit. So James, you'll have to do homework for us. Thank you. No problem. We'll miss you, Gabby. We'll miss you. We'll still miss you.